Hello and welcome to Incoming. Your host is Margie Avery. I help you sort through the crap that comes at you every day and use my experience to help you be the person you always wanted to be. Hello and welcome to Incoming. Thank you for joining me today. Today's episode, I'm going to revisit a topic I started about my weight loss journey. There are three episodes, if you'd like to go back and hear them thus far, there's three. And to recap very briefly, I hit a weight that was the highest I'd ever been in my life, 202 pounds. And I'm not going to go into a lot of the details about that. Go listen to the other episode. I talked a lot about body images and working with that and dealing with that and how that was the first thing that I dealt with. But at any rate, I decided I didn't feel good at that weight. I knew that it put me at risk for a lot of health issues in my age bracket that so far I didn't have and I didn't want to have them. So I decided I was, you know, going to change my style of eating and change my thinking about food and more of an awareness. And as I said, if you listen to the other episodes, I don't want to take up a lot of time recapping all of it. But I, I use an app called Lose It. Uh, Documenting what I eat works well for me. But so I started at 202 pounds. My goal is to reach 145. I started this in on March 1st of 2020. So I'm at coming up on exactly a year and a half. And depending on, you know, my weight right now goes between 162 and 164. So I've lost about 39 to 41 pounds, depending on the day. Everyone's going to fluctuate a little bit. But I've also hit kind of a plateau that started around the holidays. And I I was okay with that. I knew everyone eats a little differently at the holidays, and there would be a a little bit of a gain. And I also knew I had a knee surgery coming up that would cause my body to go through some weight changes. And, you know, I made it through all that, no tremendous weight gain. I really... Whatever I put on from those two incidents, I was able to take back off relatively quick. But I have been at this odd plateau. Now, due to my knee surgery, I have been limited in the amount of exercise I could do. And also, I'm dealing with some issues from a car accident that I had in 2019. So I've been a little limited, well, really very limited in the actual physical exercise I could do, which I I used to be much more physically active than I am. So I I wanted to share an update of some things that I figured out. I'm still working my way through the plateau, but it is getting to where I'm getting some of my other health issues under control where I'm, I'm able to incorporate a little bit more physical activity in there. So that's going to help. But I also had to buckle back down and and get tightly on my calorie goal again. Now, again, listen to the previous episodes if you'd like more details, but I used a scientific calculation of how many calories I was consuming to be at the weight that I was at and what kind of deficit I would need to create in order to lose 1 to 1.5 pounds per week, which everything says is safe, manageable and maintainable. I think I just made that word up, but 
I think you know where I'm what I'm getting at here. So I chose to have my goal of 1,050 calories per day. Now, based on my level of exercise and my body, that calculation came out safe and okay. I do not recommend anyone set a goal without talking to your doctor, doing your research, referencing my previous episodes about the calculator that I use to figure those two numbers out, do the math, and run it past your doctor, which I did. So for me, that worked. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a health expert. Let's be clear. I did my due diligence. I found my two numbers I needed, what I was eating to maintain my weight, and how I could create a deficit that would drop 3,500 calories a week off or a little more so that I would lose 1 to 1.5 pounds per week. And I ran it past my doctor. But now that we've cleared all that liability stuff, what I'm getting at is you have to put the time into you. You have to put the work into you. And maybe you're in a different situation than I am where you can incorporate a heavier amount of aerobic activity or HIIT workouts or weight training, something like that. I hope you are. If you are, incorporate that in and factor that in. These calculators have that ability to do that. But for me, it was 1,050, and I'd been straying from it a bit. And that's where the app came in that I think is nice because when I looked back at my log, I realized that I had been averaging a little bit more calories per day than I realized. So I got real serious about it. But the thing I want to touch on today, I'd mentioned before that when I did this, I wanted to do it in a way that wasn't restrictive because you can go on any kind of a crash diet, an extreme diet, which is, you know, Atkins or paleo or, you know, intermittent fasting, whatever you want to do, it all comes down to creating a calorie deficit. And again, this is all based on if you have no other predisposing health conditions. Again, that's the talk to your doctor part. But I don't, so using that as a baseline, I didn't have any thyroid issues or anything like that that might cause a problem. I don't have diabetes or prediabetes, so I don't need to eat certain foods at certain times, nothing like that. So I wanted something that I could live with because I didn't see this as a diet. I see this as a lifestyle change, meaning if I do what I did, I'll get what I got. I would never be able to go back to eating the way that I was. I will always have to maintain this style of eating. It's okay. It's no different than um, if you've been an alcoholic or smoked cigarettes or had other addiction issues. You're always going to have to fight that battle when it comes up. When you have had a bad relationship with food that has impacted you negatively, it is something you're going to have to deal with the rest of your life. It's no different than someone being told you're a diabetic. So now you have to watch your complex carbohydrates and things like that. It's okay. It can be done. But I wanted to be able to, you know, know, go to a restaurant, eat on the fly, eat normal foods. And for the first 39 to 41 pounds here, I have not noticed a problem. I mean, when I had my knee surgery, I was going to rehab three times a week and it was excruciating and I needed to baby myself a little bit. So I would stop and get a McDonald's. And I maintained my calories though. I knew that if I chose to eat that McDonald's hamburger or cheeseburger and fries, that that was more than half my calories for the day. That's okay. 
And, you know, I noticed that as long as I maintained the calories based on my calculations, that I was fine. But what I have noticed, naturally, by only eating 1,050 calories a day, it just naturally cuts out carbohydrates, a lot of them, sugars, because you have to make these, you know, it's like a budget. I only have 1,050 calories. If I have that piece of cake or candy bar, that's 300 calories. I could have a meal for that. So you just sort of naturally choose not to do that. I naturally often choose to have a hamburger without a bun. Not that I'm paleo, not that I'm doing an Atkins. I have done both and ended up with kidney stones in both cases. I'm not saying those diets cause them. I'm saying in some people it does. Some people, they cannot tolerate all those proteins. I'm one of them. But sometimes I would rather have the hamburger. I don't like cheese on my hamburgers, but unless, of course, I'm at McDonald's, I don't know why that is. But I'd rather let go of the 150-200 calorie bun so that I can eat a little more real food later on. It's that bun, I'm not going to miss it. It's not going to be as satisfying to me as being able to have a little bit more real food later or a bigger snack, like a serving of potato chips. Anyway, now I'm noticing I had this sweet tooth for the last two or three weeks. I don't know why I'm not really a huge sweet person, but I've had it. I I think, well, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me finish this thought. I have definitely noticed that there is something with the simple sugars, or not simple sugars, I I need to stop using technical lingo because I don't know what I'm talking about, but the junk sugar that's in cookies and cakes and candies and things like that, and the kind of junky carbohydrates, there is something to that. And I know I've read this before, and I don't know the science, and I wasn't setting out to prove it wrong. I was setting out to find something that I could live with, something real. I knew that I didn't genuinely want to eat boiled fish and chicken and brown rice the rest of my life. So I'm just letting you know that at least for me, there is something to those reports and medical experts that that talk about this. What it came around to to me is I am thoroughly convinced, at least for me, that I could eat 1,050 calories in a day of cake with icing or cookies or candy, and I will not only plateau, but I will gain and gain rapidly. You know, another one that I get a taste for every now and then is the Coke and the big, tall glass bottles that are from Mexico that have real sugar, not the unhealthy sugar that they use here. But I, I don't know why it is, but if you're, you're trying to do this yourself, take my advice and watch those things. Every now and then we all have to cheat. It's, it's true, and sometimes you just need that piece of cake, and that's fine. But I would recommend highly do not make a habit of it. Find something else, a healthier sweet, you know, uh, a healthy pancake. Uh, I always look at The Rock on Instagram, and he makes these pancakes, and he smears peanut butter on them, and it just looks so disgusting to me. But it's sweet, you know, and it's healthier. It's it's a healthier fat and, and healthier sugars. So... Or try to just live without them because I don't know why you would think 
1,050 calories a day is 1,050 calories a day, whether it's in fruits and vegetables and lean meats or whether it's in cake, but it's not. I don't know if it makes you retain water or bloat or whatever it is. It might be something like that because I noticed that the weight gain that I get when I spent too many days indulging in those kinds of foods came off relatively quick. So it might be some type of water retention or bloating, but whatever it is, it will work against you. So I am now changing my thinking on eat whatever you want. I mean, you can eat a big variety. You can make a healthier version of unhealthy food, but be very, 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 very careful with the sugars and the unhealthy carbohydrates. What I do at home when I want a French fry, I buy, you know, this brand Alexia, and it just has a little sea salt. They're the lowest calorie one that I found. And I do them in an air fryer. Try to skip the ketchup. Just taste the food. Um, I'm, I'm going to come off of this sweets kick I've been on for the last couple of weeks. I made a Duncan Hines cake. I split the box mix in half, and it just came out way too good. And I've been munching on it for the last week and a half, and I notice it has me plateauing, and I'm getting scared about a gain. So those are going to go out the door because I have reaffirmed my commitment to this. My goal is by the end of the year, I will be at 145. I'm going to meet that goal. I believe in myself. I know that I can do it. I know that I've come this far at 40, 41 pounds. I know I can take this across the finish line. I believe in me. That's what it takes, guys. Have faith in yourself. Don't let setbacks turn you off of the entire goal. There are always going to be setbacks, regardless of what people tell you in their cute little stories about, I just did this and I dropped all this weight and look at me now. Don't You know what? Maybe lo- they live in a different world than, than I do, but the world that I live in, things don't go that smoothly. There's setbacks. Things go wrong. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't give up on yourself because of those things. Start again. Keep plugging away. Don't give up. And, you know, I, I mentioned before that I've also been trying to quit smoking at the same time. And I'll update you on how I'm doing about that. I'm wearing a nicotine patch. My doctor told me that it would be fine to wear the nicotine patch. He would prefer that I ended up addicted to nicotine without the harmful things in smoking the cigarette. That there is no evidence that the nicotine alone is harmful to you like smoking the cigarettes are. So I wear a nicotine patch and I have still been smoking. I was also told that that is okay. I started out as a pack-a-day smoker, and I've been that since I was 16, so about 40 years. I'm down to, I was down to a pack a week. Now I'm at about pack and a half, two packs. I'm, again, I know I've gone a little in reverse, but I'm still further ahead than where I started. So I know I can do this. And I'm working on two very hard things at once, so I'm going to give myself a big pat on the back that I'm moving forward. There's forward motion and there's progress on both. Because when I reach this finish line, this is not something that I want to repeat ever again in my life because it really sucks. It's really energy draining. I want this to be a new mindset and just me because that's where I want to be. It's what I want for me. So I'm 
I'm still plugging away. I'm still working at it. And I tell myself, you know, it's okay, Margie, that you went a little bit high in the smoking this week because you are doing two difficult things at once. And you didn't go back to a pack a day. And if you had, that'd be okay. Start over. But you didn't. And you're trying to focus on the weight loss thing as well. You're trying to make a new you. Undo bad choices you made a long time ago. And so, you know, just remember that when you're setting these goals and things. These things did not creep into our lives overnight. We didn't wake up one morning and I'm a smoker. We didn't wake up one morning and I'm 40 pounds overweight. You didn't put conscious thought into it because it wasn't necessarily a conscious goal, but somewhere along the line, knowing that trying a cigarette every now and then would probably lead to you being addicted to them, you still chose to do it. Knowing that giving in to yourself on food a little too often was probably going to result in a weight gain. Subconsciously, you knew this regardless of whether you were consciously thinking about it. And eventually, it did indeed happen. You became addicted to nicotine. You became addicted to another drug. You became addicted to food. Okay? These were choices. And don't ever let anybody tell you any different. They were your choices. And that's fantastic. Because since it was your choice, you can choose to do differently. That is my common theme here. You don't have to continue to stand by that choice. You can make a different choice. But most importantly, it isn't something that was thrust upon you. It isn't something that someone else did to you. It, it was a choice. And you did it pretty much knowingly what the outcome was going to be. So now make a choice to do something different, knowing what the outcome is going to be. You know for certain that if you cut your calories consistently long enough, you will lose weight. You know for certain that if you make yourself go to a gym or go to whatever your exercise thing is and diligently practice it routinely, you will see results. You know for certain that if you keep training your brain to not have a drink and not have another drug and not have a cigarette, eventually it's going to get easier. You're not going to think about it all the time. You're not going to want it all the time because you're removing it from your day-to-day -day life. And if there are people around you that are detrimental to that decision, you're going to have to get rid of them. Whether they are purposefully encouraging you to keep doing wrong or whether it's just a habit born out of this is what I do when I'm with these people, you're going to have to kindly get them out of your life until you have yourself back out of control. And you need to surround yourself with people that are like-minded to your new goals. And that's okay. It's nothing against those other people. Nobody's feelings should be hurt. People change. What we had as common ground with somebody five years ago is not always the same common ground today. Doesn't mean you have to hate them. You just don't hang out with them anymore. You hang out with people who share your current interests. Because I'm telling you right now, these are very difficult battles to fight. And you don't need to add more complications in there. And the complications of sitting around with people who do everything that it is you're trying to quit is going to be humanly impossible. And even if it's not, 
There's no need to make it that hard on yourself. That's my opinion. But at any rate, so that's where I'm at with the weight loss goal. And I will keep you guys updated on where that's at as we move along. But mainly, I wanted you to know that I'm still at it. I haven't given up on myself. I haven't quit the goals. I still know that I'm going to reach these goals because it's what I want for me. And I know that I chose to put myself in this position to begin with, and I'm choosing to get out of it. And I'm really proud of myself that I've already lost, let's say, 40 pounds. That's a nice average between 39 or median between 39 and 41. I'm proud of myself. 40 pounds is a lot of weight, and I don't care that it took a year and a half because it happened one way or the other, and I've kept it off. And I know that you can too because I'm no better than anybody else. I'm no different than anybody else. We all have it within ourselves. We just have to get focused and we have to care about ourselves and want these things for ourselves. So that's the day's talk and I hope that you find it beneficial. I hope you find it helpful. Continue to tune in and you'll see how I progress with this and If you guys would like to leave me messages on Apple or something about how you're doing, that would be great. In the meantime, have a great day and enjoy the rest of your day.